Mr. K24 Radio, oh yeah. say good evening to you it is the 10th day of the month of october the year of our lord 2020 my name is mr k and folks call me the cool k and this is mr k 24 radio that's right the beat is on again <laughs> now the ember months the ember months of the year are pretty much on the way now this happens to be the 11th month of the year and actually the last ember month is around the corner. <laughs> All right, this is actually thinking out loud, but actually it is going to be uh, kind of like um, bringing you some top stories, news that made events that made the news over the past um, two days is what I'm going to bring to you right now, the 10th of November, the year of our Lord 2020. Thinking out loud with Mr. K, and here comes the news on thinking out loud now where are we starting with thinking out loud and news and tidbits today let's start from the Edo state government which has actually presented the 2021 budget governor Gordon University of Edo state on Tuesday presented a budget of 153.4 billion naira for 2021 to the State House of Assembly for approval. Presenting the budget questioned mega budget, Obasaki said that it was made up of 94.8 billion naira recurrent expenditure and 58.6 billion naira capital expenditure. He says, Mr. Speaker, you will note that the recurrent component is larger than the capital. It is to help us deal with the social and economic consequences of COVID-19. The total receipts of 153 billion naira expected for 2021 comprise of 71 billion naira from the Federation account and 36 billion naira internally generated revenue (IGR). It says we also expect 9.8 billion naira from aids and grants. Most of them have already been finalized. We expect to raise 15.3 billion naira as a loan and 13.8 billion naira as capital development fund receipts. We would carry over this year's balance of 7.5 billion naira, which will be available for spending next year. With the receipts which we estimated at 71 billion naira was 60 billion naira last year. This means that we are anticipating a 23% increase from what we received at the federal allocation, uh, the governor said, Godwin Obaseki of Endo State. The Nigerian Communications Commission, NCC, has publicized the draft consultation document on the development of fifth-generation 5G mobile technology in Algeria. NCC Director of Public Affairs Dr. Ikechiko Ainde said this in a statement on Tuesday in Abuja. Adinde said that the draft consultation document for the deployment of the 5G in Nigeria has been produced and uploaded 
Now, the NCC's official website explained that a document defines the implementation plan for the deployment of 5G in Nigeria. The NCC wishes to draw the attention of the general public to the fact that the Commission has not concluded plans for the deployment of the fifth-generation 5G network. It provides a background into the benefits of 5G technology and outlines the Commission's plans and strategies for a successful implementation of 5G in Nigeria. It presents guidelines for the relevant areas of the technology and the expectations of the Commission from the operators. This plan takes into account the expectations of all the stakeholders in the communications industry in Nigeria, uh, Dinde said. Uh, Dinde, however, said that Nigeria undertook 5G trials in selected locations within the country in collaboration with an operator in 2019. The trial, among others, was to study and observe health or security challenges the 5G network might present. He noted that the Commission also had an ongoing engagement with the academia while at the same time funding 5G-related research projects. Adinda said the projects were to ensure that the nation was provided with the best in terms of research findings and policy input to drive the implementation of 5G technology in Nigeria. The engagements are targeted at enabling the development of robust policies which will put Nigeria in the best place to contribute maximally to the digital economy uh, drive of the nation. The specific targets of these engagements include the development of policies which have the potential of accelerating the deployment of 5G networks in Nigeria, maximizing the productivity and efficiency benefits of 5G to the nation, creating new opportunities for Nigerian businesses at home and abroad, and encouraging in-country investment. Ensuring the operators of 5G networks are in conformity with the international standards for the avoidance of doubt as with the previous technologies such as 1G, 2G, 3G, and 4G, he said. And lastly, he assured that the NCC would not commence 5G deployment without due consultation with all relevant stakeholders. So if you've been having palpitations about 5G coming to Nigeria, there you go. It is, it is coming <laughs> and it will come. I'm telling you, I'm not just making this up. That is what is up right now. Now, y'all know that for some three, four days now, the word on the street has been that um, Phil Scarcity was imminent because Pengasan was calling out a strike. Now, in case you have been actually scared about it, you know, getting scared about um, the queues and filling stations and where to get the products to buy and at what price to get it. The Nigerian National Petroleum Corporation, NMPC, says it has over 2.9 billion liters of premium motor spirit, also known as petrol, uh, to service Nigerians during the Yuletide and beyond. Now, the corporation disclosed this in a statement signed by its spokesman, Dr. Kenny Obateru, 
in Abuja, the nation's capital, on Tuesday. It dismissed the insinuation of the possible scarcity of petroleum products following an ongoing dis- disagreement between the federal government and oil workers over the implementation of the Integrated Payroll and Personnel Information System, also known as IPIS. The oil workers are members of the Petroleum and Natural Gas Senior Staff Association, Pengasan. He noted that uh, the NMPC Group Managing Director, Malamele Kiari, has said that industrial action embarked upon by Pengasan would not lead to scarcity of petroleum products. According to him, all fuel stations and petrol depots in the country have enough stock of products to service consumers and are open for business. He expressed the hope that the industrial dispute will be settled amicably. He assured that the corporation had embarked on a stock of over 2.9 billion liters of petrol, actually in place a stock of over 2.9 billion liters of petrol to guarantee the seamless movement of people, goods and services across the country in the forthcoming Christmas season and beyond. The GMD said that the corporation had, was determined rather, to make the 2020 end-of-year festivities a zero-fuel queue period, just like the preceding year. It said that the critical stakeholders in the petroleum products supply and distribution chain, such as tanker drivers, depot owners, and road transport owners, had been mobilized to ensure his free season. Meanwhile, the news agency of Nigeria, NAN correspondent, observed queues building up in some petrol stations in Guarimpa and also the Kubwa Expressway in Abuja, the nation's capital. Mr. K24 Radio, oh yeah! the um, Nigerian economy sphere, you know, next on this particular Thinking Out Loud news um, update, okay, uh, somebody is alleging that um, the um, federal government is creating an opportunity, yes, an opportunity to ensure that um, only those who are connected or those who have pretty much what you would describe as the wherewithal to make things happen in their favor are actually the ones being alleged to be controlling the nation's economy. <laughs> All right. The founder of Stambik IBTC Bank, Atedo Peter Side, says the Nigerian economy is rigged in favor of a handful of well-connected persons. It was reacting to the exemption of Dangote cement from the ongoing land border closure across the country. Bloomberg reports that Chief Executive, Chief Executive Officer Dango Cement, Michael Pochero, said President Buhari's administration gave the company authorization to export cement to Niger and Togo in the third quarter for the first time in 10 months. In a tweet tweeted on Tuesday morning, 
Peter Side noted that allowing legitimate exporters and importers to move their goods across the border should be a no-brainer. A bemoan to the government's special treatment for Dangote cement, wondering why the government will refuse other companies' exemption and allow only one company. Allowing legitimate exporters and importers to move their goods across the border should be a no-brainer, he, 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 he reiterated. Why refuse everybody else and allow only one company, in this case Dangote? This is why some folks argue that the Nigerian economy is rigged in favor of a handful of well-connected persons. The border closure started in August 2019, shutting exports across the country's land borders. The government said their decision to close borders with neighboring countries including Benin and Niger was to curb smuggling and boost local production. The Buhari administration's move to exempt Dangote from the restriction has also generated outrage on social media. President Muhammadu Buhari has ordered the sale of assets forfeited to the federal government within the next six months. Attorney General of the Federation and Minister of Justice Abubakar Malami made this known on Monday during the inauguration of a 22-member interministerial committee on the disposal of the federal government of Nigeria's forfeited assets. According to him, Buhari approved the composition of the committee which is headed by the Solicitor General of the Federation and Permanent Secretary, Federal Ministry of Justice, Dayu Akbata, since October 27. said, It is my pleasure to note that Mr. President approved the composition of the Interministerial Committee on the Disposal of Federal Government of Nigeria's forfeited assets on the 27th October 2020, which we are inaugurating today. The committee has a time frame of six months for the disposal of all federal government forfeited assets. President Muhammad Buhari noted that the core mandate of the committee was to ensure the expedient disposal of all forfeited assets to generate revenue for the federal government. You may recall that pursuant to Mr. President's directive in October 2018, following the recommendations of the Presidential Audit Committee on Recovery and Management of Stolen Assets. There was the management of recovered assets as an interim measure pending the passage of the Proceeds of Crime Bill. In compliance with the directives of Mr. President, the Office of the Honorable Attorney General of the Federation and Minister of Justice issued Asset Tracing Recovery and management. Okay, now to provide legal and administrative framework for the investigation, tracing, seizure, and disposal of stolen, of illegally acquired assets and proceeds of crime, the regulation was drawn from the extant laws of the relevant anti-corruption and law enforcement agencies. It is aimed at ensuring proper coordination of the disposal of the federal government assets and for promoting a uniform, organized, and harmonized, and as well transparent procedure uh, to safeguard the assets recovered 
by the relevant agencies in line with the anti-corruption drive of the Buhari administration. Members of the committee are drawn from the relevant agencies that deal with the recovery and disposal of the Federal Government of Nigeria's assets with the Solicitor General of the Federation and Permanent Secretary, Federal Ministry of Justice, Dayu Akbata San, shall be the chairman of the committee at the Asset Tracing, Recovery and Management Unit under the Office of the Attorney General of the Federation and Minister of Justice shall serve as the Secretariat of the committee. Okay, that's it right there. And um, I want to say thanks a lot for taking time out to actually follow uh, this um, news broadcast coming to you from Mr. K24 Radio. Mr. K24 Radio, oh yeah.